Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of In the Spirit of Horse. We are back, season two. I'm so excited. And this week, we have a really amazing guest that has been on the show before. It's Katie Berman from Katie Berman Liberty Horsemanship. She is a fantastic Liberty Horsemanship trainer and one of my absolute best friends. I'm really thrilled that we're back and that we're jumping right in. So, Thank you all for sticking with me and for being here. And yeah, I'm excited to share this episode with you. So here we go. Let's jump right in. All right, take two. <laughs> Katie and I just, uh, we just started a recording on this, but we're both a little bit like, Loaf-headed. <laughs> loaf-headed? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I told you loaf is the word of the day today. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to get a little closer to oh, the mic. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we're a little loaf-headed. A little bit. Like today. A baguette. Yeah. For limbs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today uh, we were talking about something very serious. <laughs> uh, we're trying. It's good. I'm glad we're laughing about this because um, it's kind of a... It can be a heavy topic, but I think it also is important to come at it with some humor and, um, yeah, and, and not have it be so, so heavy. But uh, we're talking about vulnerability today and specifically the vulnerability of love. And, um, yeah, I think that Katie and I have just both – well, I know Katie has really, really opened her heart recently or it feels like Katie has really opened her heart in – an amazing way and had this fantastic, can I say like breakthrough with Luna in yeah, some way? Yeah. It um, has been. <laughs> and, and yet it's been very vulnerable, I would imagine. And, and I've also been really just interested in the topic of vulnerability. And really it's been like a key word on my mind recently and something that I'm actively, um, exploring in myself and with the horses and, yeah, I just think it would be a really wonderful thing to talk about because I think loving, like having deep love for another being is probably the most vulnerable thing we can ever do because, you know, you give your whole heart to something or to someone or to a horse and and there's no guarantee that, you know, that they'll be there even tomorrow or that they won't leave you or that, you know, none of it is a guarantee. And I think vulnerability, a lot of the courage of vulnerability is being able to look into the unknown and head forward courageously anyway, which I also think is sort of the, what gives meaning to our life. So on one hand, vulnerability is this sometimes excruciatingly hard thing, but also for me, like what I've been considering, it's almost like one of the most important aspects of making a meaningful and fulfilled life. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it is one of the most important things to be able to let yourself feel is that vulnerability, especially for love, because you can get so much joy and so much happiness out of it. But that's the scary thing is that you're right, there is no guarantee. And so that's, you know, the risk that you have to be willing to take. Yeah. And there's even vulnerability and joy. Like yeah. sometimes I, you know, you can be so happy and you can almost be scared of feeling that happy because we have the worry of, is this going to leave or, um, oh, my dog is scratching at the door. Um, but yeah, is this going to leave or, you know, can I trust this? And those are both very vulnerable things. And honestly, what made me really want to dive into this topic around the horses since we're talking horses here, <laughs> is that the other day I was out with uh, my herd of horses and I, I had this overwhelming wave of love hit me and I was just blissed out so in love with all my horses and um, it, it was so beautiful, but it kind of made me realize that I have been holding back in some areas of loving them. Um, and not in a place that was necessarily conscious, but in this moment, it was very clear to me that I've been very scared because I think my biggest fear 
in one of my biggest fears in life, it's a huge one, is something happening to the horses or losing my horses. And um, yeah, I was just faced with this realization that I think I've closed off a little bit to them at times, and I had been, because loving them as strongly as I can, because I know I can love them with my whole heart, is so vulnerable and so freaking scary. Yeah, really scary. <laughs> so scary. And yet, I in that moment, it was so clear to me. I was like, I know that this feeling is so worth it and that I all I wanted in that moment was to engage in the love despite the fear. And yeah, kind of, you know, I, I know that like on, on a deeper level that I want to engage with life and I want to engage with love despite the unknown, despite the fact that something could happen because that is the point of my life. You know, yeah. that's the point of all of our lives, I think. Well, I think it's so important because so many people are scared of this feeling of, you know, feeling vulnerable for something that you love and that you care about and that makes you really happy that, you know, sometimes they're not willing to take the risk. But then if you really think about it, I mean, you know, what's kind of the point of living your life if you don't take those risks? Because it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's so worth it in the end that, you know, even if things don't have... To, sorry, even if things don't end up going the way that you hoped, you know, you have those memories to look back on that you can cherish and just think about how great that was and then look forward to the next time. Because so many people get overwhelmed with, you know, what happened before all the negatives. But then if you think about the negatives of the whole, you know, scenario that happened, then, you know, that's just, I don't know. I think that's, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's like a word that I'm looking for. I don't want to say that's a, a bad way to live life, but I just, I think you can get so much more out of the life you were given if you are willing to take those risks. I 100% agree. I, I think the more I dive into it, the more I really, truly believe deep down that the things that are vulnerable are by far the most important things yeah. in our lives. And Oh my gosh, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes so much courage. Yeah. It's funny, I had a friend say to me that, like, he thought of courage as kind of like this knight, like, you know, like going out on the battlefield, like courage, you know, like the kind of idea of like story book Mm -hmm. courage. Yeah. um, And going out and battling and whatnot. But I really, really believe that making ourselves or allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, especially emotionally is the most courageous thing we can do. And in cultivating the courage and the resilience to live a full life in that way, and in this instance for me to be able to fully love my horses despite everything being unknown, because ultimately all of life is, Yeah, it's one of the most important and human things. And I think just acknowledging that vulnerability also helps me have so much more compassion for everyone because we're all going through it and it's so easy to feel alone in it, but we're all feeling vulnerable all of the time. Yeah, no, it's true. We are. (laughs) (laughs) And I know, um, well, you've had to make some, or you are in the process of making some really hard decisions and facing some really hard scenarios. What I admire so much in you is I feel like you are a type of person that you face these things that are very hard and, um, but I, but you don't harden up in the situation. You stay very soft, which is something that I've also really been thinking of is like, stay soft, Mosey, like, and <laughs> yeah. like, don't get so defensive or hard in your heart, but stay soft and stay loving. And I feel like in the face of some of these difficult moments in your life, you have just softened up and just stayed so courageous and so loving. So that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Okay. Well, how you thank do you. I, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Um, well, to start off, there's been a lot of, so the past, 
about, I'd say about the past year, there's been a lot of loss in my life. And, you know, you can look at it one way. Of course, it's so important to feel all of the feelings, but it's also really important to not get overwhelmed and not get wrapped up in those feelings because, you know, everything happens for a reason. I know that some of you think that's really cliche, but I'm a really strong believer in everything happens for a reason. And, you know, you're only given as much as you can handle. Um, but there's, there's been a lot of loss recently and it's, it's been really hard. But one of the things that has really helped me get through that is, you know, it's, it's Luna, my, my horse, um, who, for those of you who like follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you, you kind of know who she is and where she came from. But for those of you who don't, Luna is my rescue horse that I got about just a little bit over a year ago. Um, and since I've had her, she's kind of had a lot of on and off health issues, but I kind of thought we were in the home free after, um, a good year of putting up with this stuff. And also since I got her, you know, since we're on the topic of vulnerability for loving, um, we, I think Luna and I have developed a really good, strong relationship, but I always had a feeling that there was something kind of not necessarily holding us back, but maybe some kind of block for us. And I, you know, sometimes it would make me really frustrated because it would affect what we were learning together or it would affect our relationship and how we were playing and doing all this. Um, but you know, there, there was a reason behind it and I had to respect that reason. And one of, I think the biggest things that Luna appreciates was that respect because I don't, I I feel like she did not receive a lot of that in her past life. She, we think is about 16 years old, but we're not entirely sure. Um, but throughout the whole relationship, like I said, there's been this kind of barrier and part of it, I feel like, um, I have a really strong feeling that Luna did not have the best relationship with humans in her past lives. And she's had a lot of heartbreak and just gone through so much that, you know, you don't really wish upon any human or animal. Um, and so I feel like it was really hard for her to trust me and open up to me, which is completely understandable. And I know that there was also stuff on my end too. Um, I was just going through the, I'm not going to say lost because she didn't pass away, but the separation of another horse that I was really, really connected to. And she was kind of the one who really taught me almost everything I know about horses now. Um, but I recently went on a trip. I was away for three weeks. Um, and there was a lot that happened. Um, but when I came back, I, I had a really strong feeling that something had changed with Luna and I, something had shifted. Like since that trip, for some reason, which I didn't know why at the time when I got back, um, that, that block was lifted in a way. And like, we were able to so fully connect with each other and it was amazing. And I kind of didn't really know why. (laughs) Um, but you know, as the next week or two came through, I was thinking about it more and more and it kind of hit me that I think part of it was this relationship that I had with this previous horse. I was unintentionally putting a lot of that pressure of our relationship onto my relationship with Luna, which I kind of knew that I was doing and, but I knew I wasn't doing it intentionally. I just, it just kind of was happening and I felt horrible about it. Um, but on my trip, I was kind of able to mentally make my peace with her and we were able to kind of connect with each other on an emotional level, just, you know, saying we really respect and appreciate the time that we had together, but we know it's time to move on. And I think that Luna sensed that in a way that I was fully ready to connect with her. And because she felt that from me, she knew that she could put that trust in me that, you know, I would be there for her always. And I think since then, it's just blossomed into, I don't think I've ever felt such of a strong, deep emotional connection with another, I want to say another living soul. Like I've had a lot of really emotional connections with other animals and other people, but there's something about my relationship with Luna that is really, really special. And I feel like we have really opened our hearts to each other, which is so 
it's so touching and so rewarding. Um, and so, you know, going back on to the topic of vulnerability with love, I think part of myself was always a little scared to do that because since I've had Luna, um, you know, there has been one or two circumstances that have come up where it's been life-threatening health is- life-threatening health issues for her. And so because I knew this was kind of always a problem, I think something else was I was really scared to let myself feel that connection with her. So recently, um, something came up and Luna was having a really hard time walking one day. Um, this was only, I think like two weeks ago. Yeah. Two and a half weeks ago. Um, so I had the vet come out and take a look at her and we got some pretty devastating news. Um, that I was told uh, that there was a possible keratoma tumor in her back right foot, which is a foot that she's always had problems with. And basically, my what the vet told me was that my options were either a really expensive, um, tough healing process, you know, surgery that she would have to go through to remove this tumor, or she would have to be euthanized. And that's you know, obviously hard for any horse lover to hear, um, especially when you feel like you have such a strong connection with them. And so part of receiving that news was really, really hard, but in a strange way, part of it was also really, I don't know if I want to say rejuvenating, but I was, this thing that I was so scared of to let myself feel because I was scared of losing Luna, it also in a weird way made me open up to her even more because, you know, you think, okay, we have a limited amount of time and this thing that I was so scared of is kind of happening. So, you know, why let anything hold us back? And so I've been spending so much time with her and we've just been having so much fun and I really, really feel connected with her. Like in in a way, it's almost like we can kind of talk to each other, like we really understand each other, which is really cool. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. But um, anyway. Honestly, like that is the fucking courage I'm talking about. <laughs> like the fact that, you know, you heard this news and you opened up more and you dove farther into love versus hardening up and protecting and shielding is incredible to me. You, you think about it, and especially when you're in a situation like this, you know, I think Luna and I are really happy with the relationship that we have now. And so because of this news that, you know, could change things, it could, well, obviously it'll change things either way, but... It's, it just doesn't make sense to harden up and like close that off because of something that some person told me she has. It's like she's not any different emotionally or mentally. And yeah. so why would I take this thing that she has physically and put that on a relationship and just completely shut her out? Because I'm scared to lose her. It's like, well, you know, I'm kind of already losing her anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, why would I ruin our relationship because of that? And it's it can, it can go for the same thing with all different kinds of things, you know, like I said, there's been a lot of loss and, you know, feel free to take this out if you want, but I'm, I'm okay if it's open, but I, um, like I said, there's been a lot of loss and I, I lost, uh, the relationship with the horse that I first feel like I truly connected with. And my, uh, my father passed away last November and I lost one of my best friends, um, due to, you know, personal reasons, but, uh, there's been a lot of loss and Luna's been there through all of it. And now on top of everything else, you know, I feel like I'm losing her. Yeah. And so that's, that's been really hard, but you know, like I said, I'm a firm believer and everything happens for a reason, no matter how shitty life gets it, you know, you're, you're put on a path for a specific reason and it just is going to make you come out stronger in the end. So there's, I, I truly believe that, you know, like I said, it's so good that you, it's really important you feel all of the feelings and that you don't shut those out because that's what makes you have such a hard outer shell. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, it's also important to not get sucked into all of the negativeness around it because there's, even if you're in the worst of the worst and it feels like it's not going to get any better, there's always going to be a positive outcome somehow. You just have to be responsible for finding it. Hmm. Hmm. And you re- you just embody resilience. Thanks. <laughs> I think, you know, it's such a understandable response when we go hard because in the sense of it's usually we're trying to protect ourselves mm-hmm. in some way, you know, like it comes from a place of of trying to make this armor around ourselves. And and I get it. And it's you know, it obviously comes from a place of fear and fear is a very natural human emotion and it's not something we can just like shut off or something we can, we should feel ashamed about or something. Um, but what I think is really beautiful that you do, that in every situation you really choose to stick with love, which I think is a very courageous and a very wise piece of you and and the the ironic thing I guess in some way about going hard or like making these you know hard shells around ourselves and putting this armor up is that ultimately it does keep the pain inside yeah and it doesn't actually make us it doesn't take away the vulnerability and it doesn't take away the pain it doesn't take away the fact that we're we can get hurt it just makes us believe that we're somehow immune to it when we're not. And it doesn't let us, in my opinion, feel or process our feelings in a way that allows us to release and move forward. And and I think you do a really beautiful job, or you have been this past year that's been really hard, of at every turn choosing love. And... Yeah, I just admire you a lot for it. Thank you. Well, and one thing that I want to say, which I was thinking about when you were saying all that, is, you know, everybody has their own issues, their own problems. Every single person you look at, whether, you know, it's your best friend or some random person you see on the street, like, everybody's got their own people they love, people they care about, you know, things that are causing conflict in their life. Um, But one thing that I think it's so important to do is, it's so easy when you're feeling down and upset and you feel like the world's coming down on you to just shut everything out and shut everyone out. And it's just, like I said, it's the easiest thing to do. But especially in a time like this, it's so important to surround yourself with you know, people that you love and animals that you love and just surround yourself with good things so that you don't get sucked into this portal of negativity and one of the things that I've been so appreciative is being here with you on the ranch this past year and making all of these amazing friends and being surrounded by all of these amazing animals and people it's been so healing and comforting that I just I I think that's one of the main reasons that you know it's okay like I, I feel like I can be so positive about it it's because there's so many positive people and animals around me mm. like I'm so appreciative for that well I'm so oh god cry <laughs> I'm been so blessed to have you here like and to get close with you because you're just the most incredible person mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry too <laughs> <laughs> um and that's that's what I think you know the the going hard or like the making this armor does to us is ultimately it severs us from the world and from connection in the time that we need the connection the most. Yeah. And we always need connection. We're humans. We're like hardwired for that. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it can really easily isolate us in the time that we, we just most desperately need love. Which is... It makes me think Lily... Our great friend said this thing, and hopefully it's okay that we say this, or I say this, Lily. I'll ask her before I put this in the podcast. But um, she said this thing about anxiety, 
that if you have anxiety, what she's noticed recently is that, you know, your, your tendency with anxiety is to maybe like isolate and kind of not talk about it and retreat, but that she's found that just even voicing it and like making that connection, even if it's hard to say like, I'm anxious right now, you know, and telling the people around her, it starts to dissipate Mm -hmm. just because it's doing the opposite of what it wants or you're doing the opposite of what the anxiety is feeding on, which is the disconnection and the isolation. And instead you're opening up and you're staying soft and you're, um, yeah, you're just staying open to connection and love in a way that she has found has really helped. And, and really thinking about that, I've been thinking about it a lot recently in many regards of the times where we feel hurt and we feel like we want to cave in on ourselves and kind of disconnect and how that's really probably the opposite of what we need. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's great. And I think it's so important to, you know, talk about it. And I think a lot of people are, at least what I've noticed is a lot of people can be really frightened by that, that when they talk about it, they'll Mm -hmm. just get shut down. But you know, if you don't talk about it, then how are you going to know? And if you get shut down, then, you know, maybe that's not the right person to be sharing your information with. But, you know, if you talk about it, then it can feel so much better and it can help you release whatever is inside that's causing you the pain that you're feeling. I know personally, I, growing up, I was a very, I kept everything inside because I didn't want to cause conflict with the people around me, whether it hurt me or not. And I just felt that it was better to just be quiet about it and make sure everyone else was happy because if I said something and it caused conflict, then, you know, a lot of people don't, they don't like conflict, which is totally understandable. Um, but it wasn't until about two years ago, I finally started opening up and saying what was on my mind. And it was funny because it was actually, I was in an argument with a family member and I, the reason we were arguing is because I wasn't saying anything because I wasn't, you know, saying what was on my mind. And I think it was an argument out of love because they were worried about me. And so finally, when I started saying something, which is what they've been wanting me to do for years and years, instead of causing conflict, it, they the whole thing turned around and they actually were like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. And it kind of <laughs> took me off guard, but it was also, it was a really good feeling because, you know, I, I felt better and they felt better. And if I would have just kept it inside, then it would have made things so much worse. So it's so important to share what's on your mind to, you know, whoever you feel comfortable talking to, whether it's a best friend or a family member or even your horse. Or <laughs> your horse. That, that's actually... We talked about this. We've been, t- we mm-hmm. were taking these amazing walks and talking about all this stuff. And, um, and I loved, we were talking about communication yeah. and that. And, and it's true because I've actually really been thinking about the vulnerability it takes to enter a conflict because that's a form of really important vulnerability too. And I think for people like you and me, I'm not naturally and like, uh, drawn to conflict. Oh, me I neither. By any means. I don't like it. Um, and I think as I've like looked into it more on myself, I realized that a lot of the worry and things that will keep me from saying the things I need to say to people I love is the worry that conflict might threaten our relationship, which yeah. is one more time like an unknown, which mm-hmm. is vulnerable. There's actually a fantastic quote on my vision board over here um, <laughs> that I put on here because, because boundaries and, um, and conflict like this and sticking up for the things that I need to say or for my needs with people I love particularly doesn't always come naturally. So I've, here's a nice little quote that I have uh, <laughs> to remind me. It's by Brene Brown, the, my, like, my idol. I don't know. I love her so much. You might be able to tell from especially my recent writing. Yes. Uh, but here's the, here's the quote. Daring to set boundaries is having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. That's a good quote. Yeah, she's just brilliant. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think 
that that worry of disappointing others, especially the people we love, can keep us quiet. Yeah. And from actually being authentic and saying our truth when, you know, the ones that love us and the ones that we love, we should, I don't like the word should, but it's not best, but it's uh, beneficial, I guess. That's not quite the right word, but beneficial when we're able to be our full selves and say everything we need to say and also express the things we need to express because we end up clearing out the relationship and, and, you know, clearing out resentments, not letting things build up when we're able to say the things that are hard to say or make the boundaries that are hard. And I feel like that's another aspect of vulnerability that is also very much about self-love, which I think is insanely important for yourself and for your relationships, because it's that sort of willingness to be open and vulnerable and possibly even disappoint others that allows you to have a more authentic and meaningful connection. Yeah. Great talks. I love, I love, I love that. I love our talks together. And honestly, like if we could just record all of the talks that we do, yeah, like I was as we just hike. thinking that, like, <laughs> it's like you should just bring a little recorder and then, you know, you can hear our panting as yeah. we're like hiking up the hill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, we have some of our like communication. <laughs> we have really, really good talks. Um, but anyway, back to horses and back to Luna. It's, it's interesting. It's obviously, you know, there's a lot of, uh, hurt kind of surrounding the heart right now but like you know like we talked about it's important not to get too wrapped up in that and to focus on the time that you have now no matter how much time that is because you know we we don't know I so to give you guys a little more background um since I got this news it hasn't just been like one way or the other there's been a lot of different options and opportunities that have been coming in and I've been getting a lot of opinions from people which I appreciate all the opinions but you know Ultimately, ultimately, it does come down to what Luna and I decide, but um, I've done a lot of research into seeing if there's anything else that we can do besides surgery because I, you know, I just, I don't feel like that's something that she would want to go through and the recovery process is really, it, it's extreme. Um, and then we also have, uh, something recently came up where we have a really big opportunity to move back to uh, our home where we came from, uh, Washington State. Um, I got a really good job opportunity there, and Luna would be going with me, but she, I've been having to think about that too because she would still would have a great life and she would still, you know, get loved unconditionally by me, but right now where she's at, she's kind of living in a fairy tale land, and so it would be, um, it would be different uh, changing that up for her and, you know, I don't know how she would feel about it. Um, but recently I had a really amazing lady, uh, come out to meet her and I, and she's an animal communicator. And so we kind of, we had a session and we kind of, you know, some people can be really skeptical about that. And honestly, I was a little skeptical at first too, but I think this woman in particular, she was really amazing, really nice. And I feel like she really connected with Luna and I and, you know, knew things that only we would know. Um, but to give you kind of an overview, basically Luna with her back right foot and also some arthritis problems that she's having in her hip, uh, she's basically living in pain every day. And this woman who was talking to Luna kind of asked her over a course of a week every day, you know, what's her pain level? And Luna basically told her that it's kind of out of a zero to 10 scale, it's about a seven to eight every day, which, you know, that sounds pretty intense. But here's the thing is that even though she's living in pain every day, she has been living with it for so long that she just kind of tolerates it and it's just kind of become a part of her everyday life, which is so heartbreaking, but you know, it's just, it's what she's used to. And I was told that she, it's interesting because I felt like I, I personally felt like 
our connection grew after I came back from that trip and that we were finally open or able to open our hearts to each other. Um, but you know, sometimes people, they overthink things and I'm like, no, I'm, you know, I'm just whatever. It's just me thinking what I think. But when this woman was talking to Luna, she actually said that Luna told her that she felt it too, which was really, really cool to hear that she finally felt like she could trust me enough to fully open her heart to me, which, you know, I'm hearing this and then I'm in tears. And, um, but the thing is, is that because she's finally so happy, uh, this is the happiest she's been in her whole life that she doesn't want to leave this physically yet. She's not ready to move into spirit yet. And so that's where the hardest decision comes in, which I know I kind of, Mosey, I kind of talked to you a little bit about it because it's so hard. It's like, you know, there's, I, I do believe that there's no wrong answer, but either way, there's going to be a lot of sadness because I have to make that decision of, okay, do I keep her with me because she's happy mentally, even though she lives in pain every day, although she's used to it? Or, you know, do I make that call to end her pain but I feel like I'm taking that life quality away from her that she still has. And that's what's been so hard. And so right now, we're still kind of in that point where we're seeing where it goes and we still have a little bit of time before we have to make this decision about you know, what we're going to do when we move. Um, but that's, that's kind of, I don't know, that's where we're at right now is I'm, we're just kind of taking it day by day and it's, it's stressful, of course. Of course it's stressful because, you know, like I said, that's a really hard decision, especially with somebody that you've connected with on such a deep, emotional, um, intimate level. But I don't know. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. And like I said, we're taking it day by day, um, seeing if anything changes. But it's just it's hard because, she like I said, she's so mentally happy but she is living with that pain so I don't know like we, we've still got some time to think about it but that's kind of where we're at right now it's like an impossible decision it is like it well that's I, I asked earlier when Mosey and I were driving in the car I asked her you know because I'm, I'm just trying to get in all the information I can you know what would you do if it was you in my position with one of your horses but I asked her I was like I need to ask you an impossible question because yeah. that's that's what it is. I trust so much that you are going to make the right decision, whichever decision it is, because I don't think there's like a right and a wrong here. And I know that you are considering Luna and her well-being and the whole situation better than anyone. And you're I'm using trying my so hardest to put <laughs> Luna above everything. You are, you are, you are the most compassionate, mindful person. And I feel like the one thing you don't need right now is everyone's opinions coming in and trying to tell you what to do. Like it's so easy to stand on the side of these kind of decisions and, you know, from outside the arena in a way and like mm -hmm. try to, tell people what they think is best and what's right and all the things you should be trying and it's just not what you need I don't think and you will make you know the best decision you possibly can and I have full trust in you for it and and Luna does too I really think so so it's hard especially like online because yeah I think everyone wants to come in with their opinion from this really outside perspective and this really like one dimensional thing and I see it you know I see it on a lot of accounts with a lot of different people with horses that you know they're trying to well there's my dog <laughs> but they're trying to express and and share this like these different difficult situations and I feel like unsolicited advice is just like the last thing that's actually needed. <laughs> but really, I feel like you know and you will make it. And all I want to be for you, you know, is someone to talk with about it and someone to be here for you and then someone to just support whatever decision you make. And that's really how I feel is that I'm going to I, – I know – 
that I trust you above all to make this decision. And I will support you in whatever, whatever you decide to do. But in general, I feel like I've been really also interested and really feeling the value of deep listening to -hmm. someone and, and in all aspects of life, you know, to listen to someone again, not to respond. It's kind of that cliche thing, but to really hear them and to really understand them and to really see them. And I, I think, um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of different opinions coming in that I've gotten after sharing about this. And like I said, I, I do appreciate all of them because I know that everyone's just wanting to, to help as best yeah. they can, which is really nice because I know it's, it's coming from, you know, a, a healing place in the heart. But, you know, like you said, it's ultimately it comes down to whatever we decide. But I just want everyone to know that I really appreciate all of um, everything that you all are doing. And I've had a lot of wonderful people trying to help us. And it just, it's been, it's, it's, it's good to know. It's, it's really good to know that, you know, we have those people who care so much. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean to seem like, no, yeah, like yeah. don't <laughs> give advice. Um, <laughs> no, I think I'm more, just, uh, no, cause I, I, I really think you do have a lot of people that love and just want to help. And I really recognize, cause even in me, when I see like, when I see someone post, let's say on Instagram about it, like my intention is always like, just want to help, you mm-hmm. know? And more, I guess what I'm saying is, um, like I find for me personally, there's like a time to express and give advice, especially when it's asked for. And then a time to also trust, you know, the people who are really deeply in the situation who, yeah. who know what's going on. But no, you have a lot of amazing, amazing followers that I know. I think also really trust that you're going to do, you know, that you know Luna and and you're doing your absolute best. Thank you. I, I certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for sharing this on the podcast because I know that this, this is a kind of vulnerable thing to do a very vulnerable thing to do (laughs) back to our topic (laughs) yeah back to our topic just like say that word over and over again vulnerable vulnerable vulnerable. vulnerable. it's hard to say um yeah I know that it's vulnerable to get on here and and share your story and and you've done that consistently and you've been so authentic and I think people have also really really appreciated um, the podcast we've done together because you've been so open. Well, that's, thank you. That's, that's good. I, I hope so. Um, you know, like we talked about in this conversation that we've had, it's so important to talk about it. And, you know, even if obviously I so appreciate you like just talking with me and listening, like you were saying, but it's, it's weird because in a way, even though, you know, we know that there's people listening to this conversation, it's also kind of nice to just have and share and like know that it's because there's been so much positive feedback from these podcasts. And some of you guys have like messaged me privately after listening to these and just saying how inspired they were, which is so amazing because if I can talk about this stuff um, in a way that I know it's helped me that we can you know, help other people that it just, it's, it's so rewarding to me. And so I'm, I'm more than happy to share because, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with talking about how you feel. (laughs) So not, it's so, (laughs) such a brave thing to do. I think that's why I love these podcasts too. And why they've been like a big game changer for me. It's just that reason. It, It feels like a place to really be like a raw and mm-hmm. authentic version of myself especially like with the online world you know it's so easy I love Instagram but it's so easy to to kind of bypass a lot of mm-hmm. the the deep emotional yeah. things and the the harder topics and and not even just the harder topics but just you know a lot of stuff gets kind of lost in translation and I really really like the podcast because of this reason that I feel like it can be so human mm-hmm. in a way that 
it's what I'm craving. Yeah. I'm like craving a lot more of like real human conversation and connecting in this way. And that's why I'm so, so grateful for this platform. And I'm so, so grateful that people have been enjoying the podcast and that amazing people like you have been on the podcast (laughs) because for me, it feels like such, such an amazing place to express myself and be heard in like this new way. And yeah, the fact that you feel similarly, like it just makes me so happy because I'm just so grateful for the whole thing. And that's what I'm really hoping, hoping, that's what I'm really (laughs) hoping for with this new season too. I season two, haha. (laughs) My, my brain is a loaf. Sorry. (laughs) Um, but yeah, basically I actually think that this season, um, is going to be a little bit less edited even. And I want it to be a little more like raw conversations like I feel like we're doing right now because I just want it to be as real as possible and imperfect and, you know, just what it is because I find that most inspiring. So that's what I'm hoping for. I completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) I think these are awesome and I really hope that they are helping people who are feeling the same way. Yeah, you know, because that is the thing. I think we all are feeling, you know, maybe not the exact same time and maybe not in the exact same way, but we're all feeling the same things. And it's when we forget that we're all really in this together, like Mm -hmm. as cheesy high school musical as that is. (laughs) um, (laughs) You should like have a, we're all in this together. But we are like, and, and I think it almost like it's so said that it loses some of its meaning sometimes, Mm -hmm. but like every pain that we feel someone else is feeling. Yeah. And that is such a comforting fact to me, not because I want everyone to feel pain, but because we're never really alone. Yeah. And it's funny. I was just thinking, um, you know, like what you just said and like some of the things we've said throughout the podcast, we say like, Oh, that's, you know, it's cliche and it's cheesy. But it's cliche and it's biz- and it's said so often because it's so true. Yes. <laughs> like Yeah. And I think that's why sometimes for me, like saying it in a different way helps. Yeah. Just because the cliches, like you almost hear them so much that they lose their meaning. Yeah. And you don't really think about it when you hear it. Mm-hmm. And when we like dive into it, like I really like to dive into language and to what we say. I think then we really remember there is like this inherent wisdom in some of these cliches that goes really deep. Yeah. We just have to remember it. Yeah. We're all in this together. <laughs> High schoolers, wildcats. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. We're like, oh, God. Dad. <laughs> no. <laughs> what team? Wildcats. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I could go into the whole thing. <laughs> Not going to, though. <laughs> Well, Katie, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast again and and for kicking off the season with me. I wouldn't... Yeah, no, I'm so happy. I love doing these with you and I hope that we can do more in the future because they're so fun and they're so... They give me like such a healthy feeling inside. Yeah, like I when I healthy. share this, like I feel <laughs> like I'm helping myself, but I'm also helping others and it's great. <laughs> and this, I think, was a really good... Um, a really good topic that I think a lot of people uh, are going to take and, you know, whether it's applying it to your relationship with your horse or relationship with boyfriend, girlfriend, or relationship with family members, you, there's just, it's, you know, vulnerability (laughs) is so (laughs) important to feel those feelings because, you know, when you're 90 years old and you're sitting in your pasture with all your horses, you're going to be looking back thinking, you know, I'm so glad that I felt all these feelings because it gave me so many memories and such a worthwhile life to live. Amen. <laughs> Amen, sister. Yep. I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> so much. So much. Um, so if people want to find you, oh yeah, where can they look? Yeah. So if you guys want to you know, follow the story and continue to see what's happening with Luna. I might, you know, maybe come back and do another podcast and talk about it once some more decisions are made. But 
Uh, you guys can follow my Instagram account. It's at Willow's Promise, or you can check us out on Facebook because I post uh, stuff on that too, uh, at Katie Berman Liberty Horsemanship. So you can kind of stay tuned with what's going on with Luna and I, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I have full faith in you. Thank you. you open-hearted magic woman. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you like this episode and you feel like leaving it a review on iTunes, that really, really helps. It Do helps. it. Review Do it. it. <laughs> review it. If you like it only. No, I'm just kidding. You can be honest, but, but really only if you like it. No, <laughs> uh, no subliminal messaging here. Uh, but no, thank you. Thank you everyone. Um, for listening again and uh if you like it please please feel free to leave a review and share it with your friends and yeah go yeah for it. leave us a comment we'd love to hear from you yeah i i will say this really quickly i love hearing the feedback from you guys who have listened to, who have listened to the podcast that mosey and i have done it's so amazing and like i said before it's just it's so awesome to know that talking about it is helping people so yeah Thanks for listening. <laughs> it's my favorite thing, too, to hear comments about the podcast, yeah. about what we've talked about. So if you feel like messaging me about it or you want to talk with me about it or something, um, it's, like, one of my favorite things to talk about. So Yeah. And, you know, if you, you want to talk about anything, like, these, some of these podcasts have been really intense, and I think this one was very deep on an emotional level. And, you know, a few I, – I have a few people who I know who – feel like they don't have that person to talk to so if you don't you know don't feel silly to message either mosey or i like we'll, we're here for you guys <laughs> if you need it and i'm sorry if i don't get back to your message only because i'm <laughs> katie knows this i am yeah. terrible with messages kind of the people in my life <laughs> kind of like really bad so it's so not personal to anyone who's messaging me online it's like katie lives with me and i <laughs> I'm terrible at messaging her back sometimes. <laughs> Mosey, feel free to take this out if you want. But there's this one person who Mosey and I are both really close with, and he will message her. He told me this. He'll message her twice, and if he doesn't hear back, then he messages me, and then he'll hear back from her. Because <laughs> she'll get me. I'm yeah, because I'll have to go get her and tell her. Phone. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's... <laughs> I accept my imperfection, <laughs> although I am working on it because I'm trying. No, you know, you're I'm amazing. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye.